Welcome to the Prophecy Club. Today we're going to talk about another step, something else that has happened that's moving us closer to the mark of the beast. Another step. Reduced to a QR code, senators introduce intrusive, invasive bill to digitize all Americans. U.S. Senators Kirsten Sinema and Independent Arizona and Cynthia Loomis, Republican of Wyoming, have introduced Senate Bill Number 884, also known as the Improving Digital Identity Act of 2023. That's what we need. We need more making certain that you is you, <laughs> so they can track you. The bill is introduced. It goes on to say, the lack of an easy, affordable, reliable, and secure way of organizations and it puts in all of the technology or the words that says that you're going to be digitized and tracked online with this. Then it goes on to say the bills call for a formation of a public-private partnership to bring this digital ID system into being. Digital ID Solutions. The bill references the Bipartisan Commission on Enhancing National Cybersecurity, which is called for the federal government too create an interagency tax force directed to find secure, user-friendly, privacy-centric ways in which agencies can serve as one authoritative source to validate identity, and I skipped some, and it would help all citizens to more easily and securely engage in transactions online. That's right. We need to have more and more secure transactions online. The above section of the bill is extremely vague and left wide open to bureaucrats and technocrats to require a digital ID to perform any function considered high-risk, high-value online services, and up to and including logging into the Internet. Okay, so what they're saying is if you don't cooperate, you don't even get on the Internet. Well, today you won't be able to get on the Internet. Tomorrow you won't be able to go to buy any food. You won't be able to go to the doctor. You won't go to the hospital. You won't be able to buy or sell do anything unless you are part of their system, i.e. having the mark. Globalists with ties to the United Nations and World Economic Forum have for several years advocated a digital ID requirement as a way of removing so-called disinformation. That's right. They removed Prophecy Club from one of the platforms, I dare not say the name, because we were part of disinformation. Now, they didn't say that directly. They said, we broke the rules. No, we didn't break their rules. We exposed their God. Anyway, disinformation from the Internet. Once everyone has a digital ID, it becomes easy to restrict everyday human movement and activity and your words and your purchases. Based on one social credit score, like in China, which Klaus Schwab has stated in the model for many other nations, if your score dips below a certain point. In other words, if you're not cooperating, if you're not doing as you are told, that means don't go to church, don't read your Bible uh, to worship the, the other God, okay, the, the Antichrist. If you don't do that, then it lowers your score. Lowered score means you don't buy or sell, you see. That's where it's eventually going. The government working collusion with big tech and other ongoing public-private partnership simply block you. I know, I know. You're thinking, oh, this is never going to happen. If you're thinking that, then you're doing exactly what they want you to do. And you're going to be part of the system that one of these days regrets it. With all that you are, you'll regret not listening to what I'm saying. Block you from logging onto the internet. You can no longer have a bank account, driver's license, 
health care, passport, all of your privileges, all of your freedoms are gone. We've already seen how the government worked hard and hand in glove with big tech and corporate America to silence dissidents on the, and I have to put the word anti-V, masking and lockdowns during the, and I probably shouldn't say that word either. In Canada, the government worked with banks to freeze the bank accounts of protesting truckers, you remember. And the whole anti-V experience was a dry run for the coming mark of the beast system, where you won't be able to buy or sell without proof of submission to the beast system. Digital IDs in tandem with the coming digital money will be weaponized into a global enforcement system, the likes of which the world has never seen. That's right. And it won't ever see again. That is, once Jesus returns and destroys them all. So the student bill states that the task force will establish and coordinate a government-wide, I'm going to say a worldwide effort. So your driver's license, e-ports, your Social Security credentials, birth certificate, everything is going to be digitized, and it'll be right there in your cell phone. And when they scan that QR code, they got you. They know who you are instantly. It'll be a fusion of our physical, digital, and biological entities. Like, for example, I got kept getting this email from um, Gmail. Don't you want to link all of your other emails? Because I have several uh, uh, other throwaway emails. In other words, when I go to a site and it makes me give them my email, but I don't really want to give them my real email, then I'll put in one of those bogus emails, and it's a real email, and I really get the email sent to me. It's just that I only check it every once or two years. And then pretty much I delete everything that is sent to that email. It's just garbage email. But it wants me to link them all together. Same thing. They want to link your cell phone with any landlines. They want to link your cell phone to your wife's cell phone, your children's cell phone. That's the whole purpose of Facebook. They want to gather everyone's picture, link you all together with all of your friends. That way, they got you. Okay, so I hope you understand what I'm saying here. Now, this came in an email, and this is kind of a summary of the next thing I'm going to show you. And I thought it was good the way this person lays out. He says, Bank ID in Sweden will begin offering digital identities that users can have on their smartphones to be used as an official license and passport. I hope you're listening. How it works, the customer identifies himself into the Bank ID app to open his digital ID card. In the app, the ID card is displayed for two minutes. Then the customer needs to identify himself again. The ID shows a facial image, name, personal data, age, security details, moving QR code for ID validation. The company then reads the QR code into the customer's app, either via the bank ID service interface and or, for example, a connected scanner or a bank ID app. These Swedes have been playing their part in helping to roll out the coming beast system for some time now. This is yet another step towards the eventual mark of the beast, but before that system is official, a new framework must be put in place that is totally digital and totally fiat. Now, here's the article that was sent. I don't know how to say that word up there. It's something Swedish. But the headline says, Bank ID launches digital ID card in the app. Now, I put a yellow uh, arrow were the things you should notice. You should notice the picture, the age, the name, and then there's some kind of a number, and then there's a QR code. 
Then down at the bottom, it says almost time to throw away the physical wallet. <laughs> I've been saying this. I wrote this in my book, Mr. Mark, what, five years ago? This is coming. Your cell phone is not your friend. Your cell phone is going to be the thing that links you to your bank and to the Internet and to your health care, to your dentist, to buying food, everything. No cell phone, nothing. And that cell phone is one day they're going to say, unless you bend the knee, take the mark, you don't, you're not part of the system. So that no man might buy or sell, save you have the mark in the name of the beast or the number of his name. So it goes on to say Bank ID is launching a digital ID card in the app that shows both a photo and a QR code that proves your identity. We are now one step closer to not having to carry a lot of plastic cards. Oh, yes, we hate carrying those plastic cards. Oh, those plastic cards are so inconvenient. They're so heavy. Oh, my goodness. We, we can't wait to get rid of the plastic cards. Not. Plastic cards with us when we go out the door. Bank ID has developed a digital ID card that is created using a valid ID document that will be released shortly. But... It cannot be obtained with the help of a driver's license, but only with a passport or national ID. That's how it goes. The customer identifies himself in the bank ID app to open his digital ID card. In the app, the ID card is displayed for two minutes, so the customer needs to identify himself again. I've read this all. So, the point is, we're getting very close to the mark of the beast. Now, some people have emailed me and said, when do you think the, the mark of the beast are going to come out? Well, I don't know exactly the year or the date. But if we are, well, even if we're not in the tribulation, I've been thinking for a long time that the mark of the beast is, it can't come out until we have the beast. And we don't actually have the beast until he fully identifies himself and that is by him sitting on the Ark of the Covenant, the throne of God, stopping animal sacrifice, proclaiming that he is God, and then the image of the beast says, that's him, that's the mark, or that's the, 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 the God-man. Everybody got to worship him. And that's when the false prophet also points to him and says, he's God. And so I would say that the mark of the beast probably will be introduced either at the midway point or shortly thereafter. Now, all of this, however, in my opinion, will be set up before then. It's just that the step that makes us worship the mark of the beast is if you want to continue in this. I don't think it's going to be introduced when the mark of the beast, when the, when the Antichrist sits on the throne. I think shortly after that, the bump will be put in there, but to stay in it, you have to worship the beast. You have to receive his mark. So I think that this is the mark of the beast system. The CBDC is the mark of the beast system. And it's, how do I say this? Well, it's like credit cards. When the credit cards first came out, no one said, hey, send me a credit card. The credit cards just started arriving in the mail. This is your credit limit. This is your PIN number. Go out and use credit card. And, of course, people, most people probably just threw it in the real fold of their purse. Oh, I'll never use that. I'll never need that. But then, of course, the occasion rose. They did need it. They did use it. And before long, what was just something small, now a lot of people live from their credit cards. 
This is going to be the same way. I think that we will see this implemented over the process of the next months. Now, everybody wants to know when. I don't know exactly a date, but I think it's now in progress. And when this is finally instituted, it'll just move in. It's kind of like this phrase, American Express, don't, don't leave home without it. Well, you won't leave home without your cell phone. Of course, most people would say you don't leave home without your cell phone now. Let's go on. All right, now I read this a few months back, but since it fits, I'm going to read it again. Jason Meeks had a dream. The dream starts out I'm standing in line at a grocery store in a strip mall. Not standing inside the store, but outside with thousands of people in line. We're all waiting to get into the store to buy food. The store was only letting a few people in at a time, and the shoppers in the store had to purchase and leave before others were allowed into the shop. It looked like the 1970s communist bread lines in the Soviet Union. People were waiting so long, some were getting their hair cut at the barbershop next door while someone else held their place in line. There was a waiting list to even get a haircut. You had to sign up for a specific time. When I got into the store, I went to purchase some eggs. When I went in, you could only buy a few items. There was no loading up into your cart with whatever you wanted. Whatever you bought, you had to carry out in your hands or in a small bag. I went to buy two big packages of jumbo eggs, but there were hardly any eggs there, and what was there was cracked and no good. I managed to finally buy two cartons of small eggs. I knew the only way that we're going to make it was the Joseph Kitchen wheat, which we had previously purchased, and you get that at josephskitchen.com. I'm telling you, know, I'm telling you, you need to have at least a year's worth of food. Joseph Kitchen is the cheapest and the best way to have long-term storage food. That's what Joseph and the and the and the pharaohs did in the seven years of famine. What they lived off of was wheat. Josephskitchen.com. Anyway. So Joseph Kitchen wheat we had previously purchased. The eggs will be used to making the bread. Now, I got an email. Do you have to use eggs in the recipe? And the answer is no. You don't have to. It is just part of the recipe. And I've made bread without using it. It's just fine. I prefer to use eggs, but you don't have to. Anyway, we could not have survived off the eggs alone. In the dream, we're already eating everything in our house and all the canned goods peanut butter, etc., and the reason I went to get eggs was to supplement our bread made from Joseph Kitchen wheat. This was months after whatever had caused the food shortage. At this point, people were peaceful, but if you had more than a handful of food, they would take the chance to steal it from you. Then the scene changed. I was in a Zoom meeting with all the people over the country who were supporters of the Prophecy Club ministry. Good, faithful Christians. You cannot release some important information publicly only by Zoom. So the Lord had given you and Leslie dreams with prophecies about things that people must do to secure food for their family as there were multiple supply interruptions in the nationwide food distribution chain. Means, if you want to be on that that Zoom call that we don't even know about yet, you need to be on our mailing list. And the way you get on that is, of course, a donation. Uh, you can also be part of Fast Track or Fast Gap. Um, how do we get it? I don't know. Maybe you can go. <laughs> we don't arrest people to just join our, our, our email list. But I suppose you can go to the bottom, prophecyclub.com, and just get on our mailing list. But those are the only mailing lists we have. Anyway. I suppose at the right time, we'll say, if you want to know about this, 
do this and such. Anyway, Joseph Kitchen was still going, just getting it to the people was intermediate at this point in the crisis, meaning the Joseph Kitchen has the, the, the wheat and the wherewithal. It's just that, can we get the trucks to get it to you? That's the reason you want to order it now. There were many people on the Zoom call. You instructed me to go to work at UPS because the Lord had told you that they were delivering eggs to grocery stores undercover. People were not robbing US tr- UPS trucks because they didn't think there was any food on them. Bread trucks, beverage trucks, anything like that got hijacked. Other people who lived in other cities had other instructions as to what to do to specific for them. So I went to work for UPS. We had a brown 24-foot box truck and delivered the eggs to the roughest section of the city. You're really taking your life in your own hands going into this area. I was working with my cousin, a good man but not saved. We had worked all day and my pay was two dozen medium eggs. Not a paycheck, just eggs just eggs. Thankfully, our new order from Joseph Kitchen arrived, and I quit working at UPS because it was so dangerous. My cousin had to keep working because he was unprepared. Now, all of this is talking about the food problems. This is new information, 421-23. I know you're going to say, wait a minute, didn't we hear this? No, it was. this is new. There was another recall the other day. This is another recall. So they're hitting us now with the recalls. Beef burger recall over fears thousands of products are contaminated. We've heard this before. Again, they're taking away our food, brothers and sisters. Federal food, and there's always that word federal involved. Federal food safety inspectors have warned consumers nationwide against eating ground beef burgers from an Illinois producer over reports that some have been found to contain rubber-like material. Weinstein Wholesale Meats, a family-owned business since 1959 in Chicago, has recalled 2,122 pounds of the burger patties that may be contaminated with pieces of white neoprene. Okay, well, the other one the other day was little pieces of metal. Now, what this does a lot of times is it shuts down the company. A company closes because they can't have this big loss. What are they doing? They're shutting down our food supply. Now from Maurice Scalar, and this ties in with the digital ID. And by the way, notice the date, 1985. Cell phones were not around in 1985. I think they were just coming out then. I saw the earth from, there certainly was not an internet. Okay, I don't remember. Internet, what came out in the early 90s or something like that. I saw the earth from space. Neon lights began to appear in hexagon patterns and then spread around the world, and I saw white laser lights traced in 100-mile-wide hexagon patterns around the entire Earth, like electronic or a laser spiderweb. I think that they saw Starlink, which Elon Musk is currently putting into place. The Earth was wrapped with an electronic grid like a geodesic dome, similar to what Epcot Center in Disney World looks like. I could see the Earth underneath it with blue oceans, clouds, and atmosphere. Something like that. The Lord then said to me, this is what is shortly to take place. There is an electronic web, or the internet, electronic web that will encircle the earth like this. It will unite the whole world under the Antichrist system of the end-time Babylon. That would be America. And America started the internet. At first, it will bring great blessings and prosperity. It will seem like everyone is coming together and a new age is dawning for mankind, like right now. I looked again, and I saw the earth from space with this electronic web around it. Once more, but then, I saw the continent of Europe. 
The hexagons from each nation begin to grow dark and become opaque. It looked like black smoke arose one after another. Each hexagon began to go smoky gray, then black. After a few seconds, I could no longer see Europe at all. Then, this began to spread rapidly across Asia, Africa, and finally Australia, China, and even America were completely blotted out. In other words, they all turned evil. I could only see the oceans, then the islands and the seas became black. Finally, the entire earth was in darkness. Even the blue oceans disappeared, and I felt such evil and hopelessness. I heard the cries of millions of souls on the earth that were trapped in darkness. Then the Lord spoke again and said, Do you see this? Do you know what this is? And I replied, No, Lord. He said, This is the fullness of the tree of life, excuse me, of the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Let me read it again. This is the fullness of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. See, what was it Eve was tempted with? She saw that the tree was good to make one wise, to give them knowledge. And since then, mankind has been seeking knowledge instead of the love of Christ. So this is the fullness. In other words, when you can access the internet that has access to the quantum computers, that has access to all human knowledge, that is, except for what they've taken out they don't want us to know. But it's all human knowledge. We have completed finally getting all knowledge. This is what Adam chose for all mankind in the Garden of Eden instead of union and life with me. They could, have had, they could have eaten from the tree of life instead, and this never would have happened. But he saved the best wine for last. And I want to warn you, this is what the number of his name looks like. This is what the mark of the beast looks like. Something similar to this. I want you to look at this carefully. And it might not exactly look like this, but you'll recognize it as a result of this, and you will not take it. If you take that mark of the beast... You can chisel it off of your forehead. You can cut off your hand. But Jesus will not forgive you for taking this. You cannot repent from it. And you will be tossed into the lake with burns with brimstone where the beast and the false prophet and a thousand years later Lucifer is tossed in there with them. And it is torment 24 hours a day for all eternity with no possibility, no hope of escape. Don't take the mark of the beast, whatever. Don't take the mark of the beast. I am having another level two. Level two School of the Watchman's Conference, and I'm calling this a teacher's course. It's going to be September 15 and 16. You can go to prophecyclub.com, and it'll tell you all of the details about it. And it gives you all of the requirements. I'll let you read that online. However, the big question is, you're going to be saying, well, what's the difference between level one and level two? Well, Lots. Level one was primarily reading through most of the book of Revelation and teaching it. That's not be level two. Yes, we will do some reading. But this one is designed to make you a teacher of Bible prophecy, which, by the way, our office wants to know if you went through level one and if you have taught or have been invited to teach from the book of Revelation and you went through level one, Send me an email. I'd like to know that. I know there's been at least one. I think there's two, maybe more. Anyway, I'd like to know. So level two is to teach you to the point to where you can be qualified to actually teach the book of Revelation. Now, I'm going to tell you right up front, 
We're going to have a level three, God willing. And in that one, I'm going to require people to memorize the book of Revelation to come to level three. And so there's going to be one year's difference between level two and level three. It took me a year to memorize it, so I figure it'll take you a year to memorize it. Some of you may even faster. So go to prophecyclub.com, and it'll give you all the details, tells you all about some of the difficult questions and things like that we're going to cover in level two. Level two is going to get you real close to being a a qualified teacher of Revelation. But by the time you get through level three, having memorized the book, pastor's going to listen to you. And that's where we're going with this. Also, I'd recommend you go, you know, go and get yourself a Berkey water filter. And yes, we do have Berkeys all in stock now. Uh, also, we have potassium iodate pills, which are what you take inside of once a radioactive unit has happened in your area. As far as uh, Berkey water filters... This is one thing you want to be sure to do is get some extra filters. This is the minimum most people get is this one right here. I get the Crown Berkey right here. This is the one I have, this one I use. And I have about eight extra filters with me too. Because if you're using clean water, they'll last a year or two. But if you're using rainwater or muddy water, then they clog up a whole lot faster. So you want to have some extra filters. Terry Saka with CornerstoneAssetMetals.com. So what's going on in the world of finances? Why should they call today? Well, China has laid out in a speech a few weeks ago exactly what they think of the United States. I haven't seen that in my 55 years. With China and Russia forming these reserve currencies, new reserve currency, we better be prepared because that dollar is going to be in deep trouble and we're going to need assets to protect us from it. CornerstoneAssetMetals.com. Call them or go online, cornerstoneassetmetals.com, or call them at 888-747-3309, 888-747-3309. It took me about 20 minutes to make these two loaves in my kitchen at an ingredient cost of about $12 each. In a time of food shortage and emergency, I'm going to cut each one of these loaves into 14 slices. Eat a slice in the morning and the afternoon, I'll be satisfied. You want long-term food storage? You want to cut your food costs? Here it is. Eat two whole wheat bread slices daily for about a year for about $800 each. JosephKitchen.com's wheat berries come in a nitrogen-infused 7-gallon pail for long-term storage. Most other emergency food costs about $10,000 per person per year. That's right, about $10,000 per person per year. But at Joseph Kitchen, you could do it for about $1,000 per person per year. Now, to get started at josephkitchen.com, you're going to need a machines package. That's going to give you the grinder, the bread machine, the knife slicer, all you need to make bread, and then you decide how much food you want to get. You want food six people one year, four people one year, two people one year, or just one person for a year, all at josephkitchen.com. About $1,000 per person per year at josephskitchen.com. Use the promo code PROPHECYCLUB. Get you a $50 discount. josephkitchen.com, promo code PROPHECYCLUB for a $50 discount on your first order. 